This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. My boy, DJ Hushman's out. Of course, uh, the old pro bowler you can hear on Up On Game on weekends on Fox Sports Radio with me, Doug Gottlieb. You can check me out on the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific. Anyway, we got you for the next couple hours as we're reacting to a, hope you had a Merry Christmas, getting ready for a happy, happy New Year. Um, Hush, uh, Christmas this year, we not only got hoops, we got football as well, and then the Christmas Eve slate. There's a there's a metric ton to get to, but when we look back, if if we were to look back and say, hey, what was the biggest thing that happened this weekend, other than Santa completing his task, what would it be? Man, it would be the way Green Bay, at least for me, has gotten back into the playoff picture off that terrible start. And then on the flip side, like, what is going on with the Dolphins and Tua? Like... You start off the season so well, and now you look like you can't even play the quarterback position. Like some of those interceptions, like what are you doing? And so for me, it's Green Bay's uh, revitalization and yep. what's going on with the Dolphins. Well, I mean, like, look, if we look back and we remember, okay, there was that, those weird – when they play in Miami in September, things are weird, right? Like the Bills – Melted in the heat and still probably could have gotten a last second field goal. Uh, the Patriots, they, they've been a mess offensively anyway, but that game was as much about the defense as was the offense. Um, but, you know, those wins in the middle of the season, I mean, look at those teams. Steelers, who are starting to figure it out. Lions, who are starting to figure it out. Bears, Browns, Texans, like, they beat bad teams. They play good teams. And he doesn't look like he's – it looks like Brian Flores was right. That's, that's what it looks like. I would say, when I look at it, it's probably somewhere. Like, he looked so good, Doug, to start the season. He looked really good. And I felt like going into the season with a new head coach, with Tyreek Hill coming on board, that he would be better. And he has been better. But it's almost as if 
once they played the San Francisco 49ers, and it was first play of the game, they scored. It's like, oh, okay, here they go. After that game, he's completely fallen off. Like you're gonna have adversity. You're you're gonna have that. And it and it seems as if once he hit that bump in the road, he couldn't really overcome it because they lose to the Niners, then they lose to the Chargers, and then things start to snowball. Competitive game to the Bills. And and it's just it's just snowballing. But but I but I felt like, you know, just watching that game, I I felt like the turning point in the game was when it was twenty to ten just before halftime and Mostert fumbled. I felt like that was a turning point in the game because they had a chance to go up seventeen or at worst thirteen points. They didn't score a point the rest of the way. No, and then, you know, the interceptions in the second half. Uh, you just you can't win. You turn the ball over that much, especially against Aaron Rodgers, who they look better. Uh, they look great, but they look better. And um, that's a team that was so in need of it. That that's a quality win. Now they had the Vikings and the Lions back to back weeks to to climb into the playoffs, where you would think they'd be dangerous, with the exception of the, like the Niners would be the matchup that would uh, that would be the the crazy one. Okay, what about? Tampa's win last night that was a bizarre one you got you got the Rams and Baker Mayfield lighting up the world or the Broncos completely quitting like that thing is that thing is done um you have a, a lot of others you have the, the Cowboys who uh had a lead fell behind end up being the Eagles albeit the Eagles without Jalen Hurts we watched Eagles Cowboys uh what's what's your as from the football eye what's your takeaway the Eagles turned the ball over four times. Eagles are playing with a backup quarterback. And I felt the Eagles should have won that game. Third and 30, like <laughs> third and 30. One of the best corners in the game in Darius Slay felt like he was getting help over the top. Um, from 33, I don't know who 33 was. I just know his last name was Scott. Maybe it was Josiah Scott, but I'm not certain. And they complete a third and 30 to T.Y. Hilton. Four turn like everything went the Cowboys way in that game. Playing against the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they escape with a victory. But on the flip side, first game of the season, <laughs> the Eagles played Cooper Rush and a backup quarterback. And they escaped with the victory. And so the Cowboys look good. But the the Eagles, man, they just have a really, really good team. If Jalen Hurts is playing, the way they played certain coverages, they they wouldn't do that with Hurts because he would take off and run. And, and so this is going to be, at least for me, interesting once the playoff starts. I believe everybody's like, oh, we want to play the Bucks, But do you really with Brady under center? The, the way the Bucks have looked, um, they'll be one and done in the playoffs. It just looks that way to me. But it was for me this weekend. I literally just, as soon as the game started, I didn't move but to eat. No, it was, it, I was glued to the television all weekend. It's it's amazing because we have that again this weekend, right? Where we have the 31st and the 1st. We have the, the national semifinals on Saturday and then Sunday. We'll have some bowl games, but a ton of NFL. Like, is there a way in which we could do this? Every year, where Christmas is on a on a weekend, like that was that was it was the best. Was Can we just kind of Jimmy rig the calendar for now on? We don't need leap years or to move the days, or whatever. Just 
always Christmas on a Sunday. That way our Saturday, uh, you know, that, that way our Saturday is filled with, with Christmas Eve games. Like those are, those are great. Then we get the Chargers Colts tonight. We got Lakers news with Anthony Davis out indefinitely with a stress reaction. We got some baseball stuff as a Carlos Correa trade, a Carlos Correa deal, uh, may, may go up in a second Carlos Correa contract. Uh, maybe void because of something within the physical. Like, man, there's a lot of lot, a lot of stuff. And then you have crowning of the Chiefs. Um, can Deshaun Watson play anymore? Right. I haven't even gotten with you about what what like what you do if you're the Jets. What do you do if you're What do you do if you're the Jets? If you're the If you're the Jets, it it it, it sucks to say it. It seems as if it doesn't seem as if Zach Wilson has lost his confidence in it, and I feel bad for him to be honest with you, because when you go to New York, and the crowd is reacting off of what has happened, meaning they didn't want him in the game because once he got benched and and Mike White was named a starter, Mike White played pretty well, and so in that weather, like. Guy, y'all, y'all see the weather they're playing in, right? Like, it's it's not easy to plan that weather. Every throw that was off, it was just like, boo. And you hear that as a player, and then you start to press. And he just couldn't get it done. I, I didn't feel like he played terrible. He missed some throws. But it was the pressure of he knew what was on the line. He knew if he didn't play well. Um, what could it possibly be? But the Jets have to move on. It is just no way that he would have to be perfect. He could win four or five games in a row. He played one bad game, they're gonna boo him. They're, they're just they're just gonna boo him. And the Jets, the Jets fans act like they've been good all these years. Like boo, like supporting, but it, it it's over. It, it's over. And, and what, it's, what's 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 in, what's interesting, Hoosh, is that. I think, you know, the guys that wore the Mike White T-shirts, like, that's not being a good teammate. Like, who who does that? I mean, it probably shows you what Zach is like behind closed doors, but still, you can't do it. Guy obviously was struggling with confidence. Now the confidence is shot. And then, you know, I love that people consider themselves fans. If you're really a fan of a team and he wears your uniform, you you made it impossible. You made a you 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 made a, a an opportunity that he would normally have. Uh, which was a very slim chance of turning it around. Impossible because you just you can't overcome when your own home fans have completely turned on you. There's just no way. Doug, the the sport, any sport, but fans, they support us. Like it, I've always, when I was playing, even to this day, if you want to take a picture, I'm going to take a picture. If you want an autograph, I'll take an autograph. It's no time. Like that's not like, oh, I have something to do. It's going to take 20, 30 seconds, whatever it may be. But a lot of fans really think that they love the game or they want to win more than the players. It, it's it, you don't like, but Zach Wilson he went when he said, um, "No, I didn't let the team down." No, I, I what, that was the beginning of the end. You oh, no question, to, no question. You have to accept accountability, and he did that after the fact, but it was too late. No, there's, there's, listen, there's no question that he had probably was teetering on losing the locker room and completely lost it after that. And it was, la- it was laughably bad. That was after New England loss. And yes, again, bad weather. 
but he missed so so badly and looked so completely lost. I get it, and I understand. Like you're a fan, you're allowed to be upset. You're like you're like, like look, dude, I went all in on Zach Wilson. The guy stinks. I get it. We're we're all in that. But, but the, you know the, when the, teams the, say they went all in, like. It's not when I was getting drafted and quarterbacks were getting 60, 70 million. Uh, you drafted a guy in the first round in the top five. It didn't pan out. Okay. Let's see if Mike White's the guy. And if he isn't, let's see who we can draft again. Well, I mean, I, look, I, I think, I think though, if you're a Jets fan, okay, remember, you're like, well, I thought it was, I thought Sanchez was the dude. And then he wasn't, or Gino, and then he wasn't, and then Darnold. I was all in on Darnold. And then he was, and then it's Mike. So, so in many ways, you know, Wilson gets the you know what because all these other dudes have been false prophets. And then, you know, you weren't really you're like I hadn't really seen him play. It was BYU? It was COVID year? He's just you know he's kind of he looks like he's more of a movie star than a football player, or whatever. I mean, you can, again, if you're a hater, you can find anything you don't like to, whether a guy can play or a guy can't play. None of that matters. I think it's a culmination of things. I really do. But yes, they got to, they got to move on. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, Think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What up? Doug Gottlieb, T.J. Oshmanzada, in for Dan Dennett's Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Who's good, good Christmas? Really good Christmas, man. Every year is uh, has been really good. Um, can't complain. Again, like I said, I just got up early, started watching football. This, I told my wife, man, my kids are getting a little spoiled, man. Like we, my younger two, they wake up. And a lot of kids, at least when I was growing up, they go straight and want to open the presents right away. Man, my kids didn't care about opening no presents, man. They didn't care at all. We was like, y'all going to open them now? Oh, we can. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll open them. Like, we had to tell them, y'all go ahead and open them. But it wasn't a rush Wait, down there to get b- because it. Because they didn't, they didn't there's nothing they needed? Needed? Like, I will say this, man. We, uh, my wife has, like, this little mailbox. It's like a little red mailbox. And she tells my two younger kids, they're 10 and 8, like, hey, you put your notes in there each night. Santa will come in and get the note, and he'll give you a note back. So, you know, my kids were writing notes to Santa. We take the note when they go to bed, and then my wife would write a note and put it in there and kind of tell them what they need to do to get the gifts that they want. And my daughter was coming to show me, like, Dad, look, Santa sent me this. He, he wrote this note to me last night. And so they were excited about that part of it leading up to it. But Christmas comes, all the presents under the tree, it was just like, uh, y'all can go open them. I just remember when it was Christmas time, it was like, man, I couldn't wait to open the one or two gifts <laughs> that I got. These kids here, at least mine, man, it was no, can we go open this? It was like, you guys go open the gifts now. It was just I maybe they were different. just well behaved, or maybe maybe it's you know you should have had their their nannies each. Yeah, you know each of your kids has their own nanny. Yeah, maybe right. you should have maybe you should have their nannies open the gifts for them. I think that's um, you know, or maybe if you could, if they have an app where you could press the button on the app and the app could make the gift open, that would make them open it, <laughs> open it, man, open it, open it more. Different day and time. I will say that that that's for certain. You know, it's, I, what, go ahead. I I. I would like to have wished everyone, you know, albeit a late Merry Christmas. Hope everybody uh, had a great day with, with family and friends. And at this, just being healthy, waking up, uh, seeing another day and your family is healthy and everybody's okay. That's a blessing within itself. No, que- no question about it. No question about it. And, and, and this is another one. People, oh man, I want a white Christmas with cold. How, how, many, uh, how many people who are, are listening... <laughs> We're cold. I mean, I was, it was 75 degrees yesterday in Southern California. It's one of those days that like, you know, I get it. Traffic's not great. Smog, different counties, different COVID restrictions over the past couple of years. But 75 and sunny on Christmas does not suck in, in any way. 
Duh. And anyway, and everybody goes Especially like, "Oh man, I wish it was across the country." What's yeah, going that's on? A, that's Ooh. what I'm saying. Oh, I, I, yeah, I wish it was cold. It'll feel like more like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. Felt plenty like Christmas here. We're good. We're we're, we're good. Uh, Hoosh, let's look. I I think in the NFC, it feels like two teams can win the thing, right? If two teams can get to a may, maybe three. I, I don't know. I don't know where you are in the NFC, but the AFC. Who's, who, who's your possible? <laughs> Uh, I would say Eagles and Niners with the Cowboys is the possible. I, I would kind of somewhat agree. The Cowboys were a possible, but I don't even know if I would consider them a possible moving forward. Packers are maybe like, I again, I don't think they're at the level of the Eagles or the Niners. I don't the think Niners, the Packers but are going to make it. To the playoffs? They, yeah, I don't think the Packers get in. Really? They'll lose either to the Vikings or the Detroit Lions. They'll lose one of these next two games. All right. Well, but if they – okay, so if, if they don't make the playoffs, the Lions, they're not beating anybody in the, big in the playoffs, are they? Nah. The the way Carolina just – they outmanned them. They, they just said, we're going to run the ball down your throats, as you said earlier, over 200 yards in the first half. No, I, I don't see the Lions uh, – beating the team, but I do like what Dan Campbell has done with Detroit Lions. I, I really do. Oh, I mean, like, I, I think it's impossible not to. You know, they've still won six out of the last eight games. Uh, they finished up in Green Bay. I mean, really, it comes down to if Green Bay wins this week, they they play to get in next week, right? At, in Green Bay? Week playoff game before the playoffs. That's going to be awesome. awesome. Anyway, okay, so, but we would agree that the Eagles and Niners – those are two. Those teams are such stacked roster. The difference, obviously, is Purdy's inexperience. Although Jalen Hurts has playoff experience, just not good playoff experience. Uh, but those are the two teams you think could get the Super Bowl, right? Most, very, most likely, it, it's a substantial drop-off after those two. Is that fair? I 100% agree with you. Okay. In the AFC, it's a little different, right? It, it looks like there are three teams. And you and I are both agree that if the Chargers were fully healthy, maybe, but they're not fully healthy and they're not yet in the playoffs. So, and then you have the Ravens who they just figure out ways to win games, but no one seems to be impressed, even though they're playing without Lamar Jackson, bills, Bengals, chiefs. Um, do you put the Ravens or chargers in that mix? I mean, that, that whole thing is really, really interesting because the bills, they beaten the chiefs the past two regular seasons, probably should, should have beaten them last year in the playoffs. And then they had the Bengals who have beaten the chiefs, beat them in the playoffs on the road, and yet I still think that people have their most faith in the Chiefs because of Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. The AFC is pretty much uh, what you prefer, who you like, uh, your biases, <laughs> to be honest with you, because you you said the Chiefs, I'm not, okay. You said the Bills and the Bengals as well. Yeah, okay. I, I could see all of those teams um, coming out, and you speak of the Chargers and the Ravens. If they're playing their best football, they can just beat the teams we spoke of because they're that talented. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are going to be competitive in every game because he presents just a different dynamic than what you're used to. And speaking of the Chargers, as long as Herbert is under center and when they – Khalil Mack has played extremely well. If Bosa can get back and be himself, what do you do? 
And, and, and so the AFC, it, it really is a toss-up. Who can stay healthy? Who can play their best football when it's needed? I don't like – before the season started, Doug, I picked the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles to be in a Super Bowl. Really? That was my pick. See, people let me – so let, I don't know if you know this. You know the last two seasons – I've picked a Super Bowl winner prior to the season. And this is all documented on Fox Sports Radio. This is all documented. I picked a Super Bowl winner prior to the season. So this year, I had the Bills and the Eagles with the Bills winning. I'm not too confident in my pick. Von Miller gets hurt. Josh Allen gets hurt and Von is out. And so I'm not overly confident in that pick, but... In the AFC, I literally can see four to five teams coming out. It's just a matter of who can stay healthy and who can get the ball just to bounce their way. Who can get a call that we're going to watch, which we know is going to happen, and say, how would you make that call? Like, it, it happens all the time. Um, luck favors the prepared. All right, so so you're you're doing a little doing a little victory lap on it, and uh, and you're right. I mean, I look most people uh, when, when on, on my show on the Doug Gottlieb show, I we had on a ton of people, and everyone who went to the camp said the Bills appear to be a little bit better than everybody else, and that has played out. As, I'm gonna be a homer, Doug. I'm gonna be a homer to be honest with you, and I, I know it's I, I know it's tough to continue to get to the Super Bowl year in and year out, but if the Bengals are playing their best. Who's going to beat him? Now, I know Lyle Collins is out now. He tore his ACL. That that yep. that hurts because that offensive line was starting to gel and play better for the Bengals. Correct. But when you talk about, and we spoke of this in the first hour, or I did, coaching. You tell me a coaching staff that makes adjustments at halftime, like the Bengals coaching staff. They shut teams out in the second half, and they've been doing it now for a, a year straight where they make adjustments at halftime and the opposing team and coaches, they can't score. And and so if the Bengals are playing well and they're healthy, you you can't play them single high because Burrow is so accurate and the receivers are going to win. That defense with DJ Reader in the middle is going to be some really – and we we could possibly see – an AFC championship game preview next Monday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Bills, Bengals. And so they've already beaten the Chiefs, who you spoke of, of could possibly get there. They lost to the Ravens, but they played the Ravens again last game of the season. Football at this time of the year when you're playing meaningful games, is nothing like it. No, it's, it's going to be interesting because obviously right now, you know they have the they have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs for home field advantage throughout, but the back end of their schedule, as you pointed out, you know you got to go to it's Cincinnati. Tough. It's tough. Whereas the the Chiefs, what they what they have left is Broncos at home, and then they go to the Raiders, uh, two teams who are I don't know if the Raiders are officially not officially out of the playoffs, but unofficially out of the out of the playoffs. After. Have, can you recall a season like you like the Raiders have had winning so many games just to lose them? I, I can't recall a season where I've watched a team have a lead in so many of their games 
just to give it up. I'm sorry, Doug. I just I, no, no, no. I mean, I, Falcons fans will tell you that this year has been like a comedy of errors with the ways they they've lost games. But no, the Raiders thing is what a debacle, right? Another another blown lead, another loss after it felt like they had righted the ship for a while. Now they've lost two out of three. They got the Niners and the Chiefs left. <laughs> Good luck with that. Outside Good of that, luck. Mrs. Lincoln, how is how is the show this season not not going all that well? Have I I cannot recall one. I, I just can't. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Macs with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. TJ Espinosa, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Wishing you and yours the uh, merriest of Christmases. Happy New Year. 
And don't give me this. You can't wish you Merry Christmas. It's the 26th. Like, yeah, I can. It's not the price is right, right? Like, we went a day over. It's okay. It's, it's, it's really okay. Got Broncos infighting on sidelines. That's ah, to be expected. Who I, I actually like, like, like this story. We'll get to Sean King who's going to join us. Of course, former, uh, uh, former Tampa Buccaneers starting quarterback, Sean King will join us in, in moments. Did you, how much NBA did you watch this weekend? Hoosh? Cause as you said, it's a ton of football. I was in mostly football mode as, as well. Did you watch any of the, cause it used to be Christmas day used to be all NBA. And obviously some of it's how the schedule's filled, but a lot of it also is, uh, is the fact the NFL has decided we'll just take every day. How much did you watch? I watched a decent amount. I was going back and forth, mainly with the football. And then obviously when the games ended or it was halftime, for sure when it was halftime, I would watch the NBA games. But I watched pretty much the entirety of uh, Phoenix and Denver. Really good game. Yep. That was that was a really good game. Um was watching the Lakers and the Mavs, and I got. Did you watch of, any of the Warriors and the Grizz? Okay, which I is did. I, I did watch some of that. Man, that was almost like a playoff game. The way it was, they be going at it. Yes, they go at it. Yes, and ja for the had, Grizzly to lose with Steph not even playing, it's and it wasn't. It wasn't. If, it wasn't like it was. It wasn't like it was a one or two point loss. Grizzlies were nine of thirty nine from three. That'll get you beat. Um. Uh, whereas uh, we find Jordan Poole had 32. Clay Thompson had 24, but on 25 shots. I mean, Jordan Poole had 32, and he got ejected. What I believe was like nine minutes left in the game. Yes, yes. But Ty Jerome, Moses Moody, Anthony Lamb, they all came in and, and helped out. Really, the difference is really the bench. Warriors are deep, man. When, when you – Kuminga, Moody, and Ty Jerome, I remember him when he played at Virginia. And, and so – they 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 just have a good team. The Warriors are a good team led by a good coach and Steve Kerr. And for the Grizzlies to be at full strength and lose to a team that you've done all this talking, you want to overtake them, and they don't even have their best player. And so mentally for them, it's like oh, that's yeah, a, a buzzkill. No, it's a it's a it's a, it's a real hard one. Um, it was a, as you mentioned, playoff game because it felt chippy, right? And there was a couple times when Clay Thompson, I mean, the, the level of trash talk reached 1980s and 90s level of trash talk. Here's Clay after the game. Man, they was talking about dynasty and all that. You can't talk <laughs> dynasty when you haven't won before. I don't think people realize how hard that is, the commitment and sacrifice it takes. I mean, you got to sacrifice your body. And I thought that was premature talk, you know, to talk, to even mention that word. But they bring the best out of us, and I think we do the same. And uh, if you know you don't like them, you got to respect them because uh, they're a threat. All right. There you go. I mean, the, the ultimate respect is a championship team saying they're a threat. But the, the Grizzlies, I mean, it was, it was a day where John Morant, they, uh, they showed his new sneakers that are coming out in April, right? Christmas Day game, you get the Warriors, there's no staff, and then you get then you get beat pretty handily. That that is, as you point out, that's a that's a buzzkill. That's you know what that is? That's waiting for something. And my son's had this, right? Where you get you're like, oh man, all I want is this one present, you get it, and you use it for like half the day and it breaks. You know? Listen. I did the first time we ever got a drone. I remember I flew the drone over the house and was doing all this aerial stuff and then I 
didn't know what I was doing, crashed the drone. It did not make it to December 26th. It's what Clay said. You're talking a dynasty. What have y'all won? Do you guys have a team full of good young players? Yes, you do. But what does that mean if you haven't won anything? And Clay's actually a really good interview, man. He kind of is real organic, just kind of says what's on his mind. But when you think about the Grizzlies are a really talented team, but they haven't won anything in the West is lo- the Pelicans are a really good, young, talented team as well. So are the Nuggets. So are the Mavericks. And so every season is going to be ebbs and flows for all the good teams. But you got to win first. You got to win. I know they asked John Morant, uh, who's your competition? Who are you worried about? Nobody Boston, in the West. The Boston yeah, Celtics. They yeah, like, wait, wait, wait. You, you got to get there first. You, 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 you must earn the right to play the Boston Celtics if you guys can do it. So who's so he didn't even bring up a team in a Western Conference. And you like the confidence, but it needs to be a little more realistic. Let, let's uh, let's win our side first. And the Warriors, with them being champion time and time, that, they're a dynasty. Let's get to a NBA final. Let's beat some of these teams and win some of these series that we're not supposed to win. Then you can talk like that. TJ Husband's uh, and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and Dan Etzer and Dan Patrick show. No, it's I mean it's it's almost comical, right? Where you're just sitting there going, "Fellas, relax a little bit. You know, got to win something first. The, I think the the worst part is maybe the worst part is it's it's like the old. Um, uh, you know, the old adage, you can you can talk the talk, but you got to walk the walk. I got no problem with them running it, but you, you can't you can't get beat by the Warriors without Steph. And, and you knew Rega- though, regardless of how things go, you can't you just can't can't Draymond Green got a technical from the bench <laughs> and then Steve Kerr got a technical. So that shows you right there. That game meant a lot to Golden State. It meant a lot, even though Steph wasn't playing. It meant a lot. And so they were ready to play. And when you're Memphis, when you see that, that Draymond Green got a technical from the bench, then Steve Kerr, Jordan Poole gets ejected, hadn't been ejected in his entire career. They were ready to play. They marked this game on the calendar, even though Steph wasn't playing, as you said. They were ready to play to let them know we still the big brother. We only yeah. have our best player, and we're going to put you in your place. Yeah, and, and they and did much, that. And as much as people could freak out because they're two games below 500, I don't think anybody's freaking out because we've all realized that the NBA regular season really doesn't matter except for some of these, you know, kind of cologne games where, you, you you know, you put it on only for the special nights. They have a run here of, I think it's eight straight at home, several of which against some of the bottom teams, the Detroits, the Orlandos, uh, of the world, Charlotte. Although Charlotte's a lot better with Lamelo than they were when Lamelo was out, but but still, they they should be on the right side. You would think the right side of five hundred when you get rid get get through this, and then when Steph returns. But yeah, that was a. It's just the NBA season is so different from the NFL season. 
Although maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe it shouldn't be because the NFL season now is so long and everybody's right around 500. You can sneak your way in the playoffs even if you don't have a great regular season, just like in the NBA. But in the NBA, you're really like, all right, Warriors are going to make the playoffs. Let's just see how they look in the big games as they get ready and get healthy and try and figure out what their lineup would be when they get there. The Warriors, and, and this could be a good thing because and they have depth. Like, who would have thought on Christmas Day Ty Jerome is going to give them the minutes and points and be so effective? Who would have thought that? And, and so you look at just uh, – it's something about the way Steve Kirk coaches, his demeanor, his personality that guys that don't get much time, they play well in big moments. He gives them the confidence to shoot the ball where they want to shoot it. He gives them the confidence to, I can make a bad play and I don't have to look to see if I'm about to get subbed out. And I think being a former player and not even being a former player, being a former player that was a backup, pretty much a career backup, he, he can relate to everybody. They they the, What the Warriors have done, and they've drafted these guys. They It hasn't been, oh, we're going to go get – LeBron and AD, we're going to trade for them. We're going to get them as free agents. Are we going to trade? All these guys have been drafted and developed by Golden State. Started with Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr is taking it to another level. Uh, TJ, let's, let's get back to the NFL. So, so tonight you got, uh, you got Chargers Colts. I don't, I don't remember if we went, we, we talked about the Jeff Saturday thing. Obviously they've lost a bunch of games and games, you know, you mentioned, can you remember team losing leads talking about the Raiders, the Colts come to mind. They've, they've lost some of these leads uh, in this grand experiment. How do you think it's going? Not well. I mean, it started off with a bang, obviously, but Matt Ryan is a, uh, he's a big reason it hasn't gone well. Like there's just no way around it. He has played terrible. Like, Jonathan Taylor in and out of the lineup, that doesn't hurt. But Matt Ryan has not played. Like, he's fumbling the ball. He's throwing interceptions. Um, He hasn't helped the cause. I I will say that. But you can't be up 33-0 to and lose a game. I I don't don't know. I don't don't know. You know who – like, let's welcome in Sean King who joins us. Of course, uh, he joins in the Tyrac.com studio. Sean King wouldn't have gave up that lead. I guarantee you that. Of course. You see him on VEASAN primetime. Sean, like, isn't there a a mathematical equation where you just – they can't get the ball back? Like, I I don't know how the Colts come back from from what – the last time we saw them when they had a 33-0 lead. Well, here's what's interesting. Uh, they got a guy that they got off the PS5, like uh, who would be a good NFL coordinator list calling the plays. And then Jeff Saturday was, was broadcasting. I mean, how, where does time management come with that group? Like no one that could actually say if we just run the ball every play in the second half, we probably win. But you got a guy that's never been a coach since the head coach. You got a guy that's never been a position coach since the OC. You know, that's the downside of the experiment that Jim Ursay is, you know, involved with. For as much as you may like it on one side, I'm sure Jeff is a great guy. I'm sure the players love him because he treats them right. 
as innovative and creative as PlayStation Parks may be, they don't have any experience. <laughs> they don't have any experience in those situations. Sean, man, how you doing? And you can catch Sean weeknights on Vsin, Vsin Prime Time, so you can listen to Sean spew his opinion every single night. Sean, looking at Matt Ryan and the way he's played, are you surprised that he's finally? going to the bench or you think he's earned the equity to continue to play bad and be part of the reason they're losing? Well, hold on. First of all, I'm not going to let you guys disrespect old people like that. Okay. Like we just, we're not going to do that. I'm it's right a with battle you. That we all, it's a, it's a battle that we all have. And that's the battle with age. And age don't give you a two-week notice. Tom Brady's battling it. Matt Ryan's battling it. We just saw Drew Brees lose. Like, these guys are 40-plus years old playing a game that's meant for young people. I'm fascinated by the fact that they're still even capable of performing. Like, that's the one sport where getting old is not a good thing. Okay. Hey, but you know, Matt Ryan is nowhere near. He's not 40. Matt Ryan is in his 30s still. Man, have Matt- you seen him with his helmet off? Have you seen that hairline? <laughs> oh, man. Matt Ryan might say he's 30. He's really, he's, he moves like a 40-year-old. He he moved like he he moved like he was forty when he was twenty. So now that he's in his thirties, he moves like a fifty year old. Okay, well, how about this one? Can you explain Russell Wilson at thirty four playing this poorly? Now here's the thing with Russ. Russ has overachieved. Like Russ was a what third round pick. He went to Seattle. Was supposed to be Matt Flynn's backup, who they had just played. I mean, paid uh, after the Green Bay stint. Right. And he kind of overachieved. I think Russell was more perfect player, perfect situation that maxed out more so than high expectations, super elite, can he live up to the expectations. So I think when you look at Russ, he's overachieved and, you know, he tricked him. You know, Doug, you're a player, TJ, you know, we competed against each other. If you can trick an organization into giving you the kind of money that Russell got has now, I mean, you're winning in life. I mean, some of these things, we just got to find the amusement and entertainment in them and enjoy it. Like, Russ is washed, as the kids say. And he just signed for, what, 180 guaranteed? Yes. I, I mean, that's a Denver problem. That's not a Russ problem. Like Man, he, he washing gold plated right plates. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's not very good. He's, we're not going to sit here and make excuses for him. He's a, he's a bad football player, but he got him. Okay, okay. Let, let, how, about, how about this one? I got I got one for you. Okay, Deshaun signed a two hundred and fifty million dollar guaranteed deal. Now we give him a little bit of grace because Ian played football for a year and a half, right? And they're right. playing they're playing in the freezing cold. But let's not act like he's come out there and, you know, it hasn't been Kurt Warner's greatest show on turf. How much of it is rust and weather and how much of it is, ooh, Deshaun outdoors in the cold may not be what he was thought to be? Uh, this one, I'll probably try a little more patience with Deshaun. You know, I think uh, anytime you take that much time off from that sport at that position, that's not like a plug-and-play thing. 
where all of a sudden you get back out there and the bullets are going fast and the plays coming in, blast, why bunch countermost and every uh elf countermost and seven two crisscross, why swing X out. If we get field pressure, we wanna go ninety eight bunch crunch. Anything weak now, we're gonna go two hundred jet smoke. Like to be able to verbalize the play calls, process the information, then execute physically, like I felt like this would be a knock the rust off season man you just rattled off them plays like you still in the huddle or something like you got a playbook handy hey listen man Man. as much time as i put in trying to figure out what the (laughs) hell was going on (laughs) and and doug we haven't even talked about okay how do i protect myself after i called that play i addressed to the other guys okay what i'm thinking if we have pressure now i've got to get to the line of scrimmage and make sure that this pass protection is set the right way so I don't get my block knocked off. Like, I figure at that position, the quarterback spot, being off that long, long new system, it's going to take a while for him to look like Deshaun Watson of old. If you're a Cleveland Brown fan, you just hope that week one next year, you guys are all rowing in the same direction. And I'm talking Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's kind of emerged as a legitimate number two. Let's stay with the quarterbacks. And you, you, you speak of new system. A guy played extremely well last year in considering all the things that went wrong in Las Vegas and Derek Carr with the John Gruden situation, the Henry Ruggs tragedy. Played extremely well. Derek Carr looks like a shell of himself this year. Can you explain what's going on and why that, why that could be the case? Uh, are either one of you Wire fans? Yes. I am. Yes. So I, I'm a huge Wire fan. There's a scene in there where they're out hunting Omar, or they're either fighting Marla, one or two, and Stringer Bell tells them they're giving him too many 40-degree days. Derek Carr is a 40-degree day. You don't remember 40-degree days. Like, you remember when it's minus 11 because it's freezing, you remember when it was beautiful and sunny because he's a 40-degree day, and I don't think nothing changes if he stays in the Raiders organization. This is his, what, fourth head coach? I mean, they've surrounded him with Amari Cooper initially, uh, then Antonio Brown, even though that stint was uh, short. Now he has Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Josh, Josh Jacobs, and a contract year, Hunter Renfro. Sometimes I think change is good for both parties. And I just think because of the energy that the fan base has for Carr, he'll be better somewhere else. And I think another quarterback would be better here with the Raiders. This is Tom Brady that quarterback? Man, look, father time. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. But, like, do you think he wants to as, – as much as you and I consider and go, like, man, Tom, you just hang him up and go on the TV and count that money. Like, th- that dude, he – he thinks this is his deal, right? I can prove everybody wrong. I can it's it's the it's the team, it's the organization. Put me back with Josh. I got those dudes to throw to. Completely different story, right? I mean and, I can see could you see him convincing himself he could do it? No, well, that self confidence is what's made him great. I mean, have you ever seen Tom Brady's combine picture in those great shorts? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I mean, he looked like he evaded the Michigan weight room for all four years, right? Like, I call him <laughs> the greatest overachiever in the history of our game. I mean, how can you look at that picture and say this is going to be the winningest quarterback to ever put a helmet on? Like, so he has maxed out. And I just will say this. In a league that's really moving towards quarterbacks that have athletic ability, that can extend plays, that can create first downs with their legs, the quarterback that has the skill set of prime Tom Brady is rare. The quarterback that has the skill set of 45-year-old Tom Brady doesn't exist because it's not like he's going to a great offensive line if he comes to Vegas. He's still going to have some of those same – pressure issues that he has in Tampa. And his functional mobility is what has really diminished. His ability to push the ball down the field if he can't step into the throw has really diminished. So when when I'm saying he's getting old, I don't want people to misconstrue what I'm saying because he's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. He won one without Belichick. That will always elevate him even more. But if we're being honest about what we're seeing, we're looking at a quarterback with no functional mobility and with a fastball that he can only throw when everything's perfect. Um, I, I'm going to ask you about one more before we let you go because this is too good of stuff. You're the Arizona Cardinals, okay? Kyler's under contract, so you've got to build around Kyler. But you're not going to have back Kyler until, I don't know, midseason next year. And he's coming off a knee. I mean, he'll be fine eventually, but the first year off the knee, you're a little, what do you do there? Like, do you fire the coach and change the system? But that's the system that's supposedly built for him. Like, what do you do if you're Arizona? Well, me, I sell the team because I don't want the stress. (laughs) It's just too too much. I I mean, they're in a catch-22. I feel like they caved last year. I mean, I would have let Kyler pout. I mean, if you want to scrape your your social media and – you know, you you want to get in a, a public back and forth. We have you under contract for two more years. It wasn't like he was going into the last year that rookie deal. He still had two years, and maybe even three. Four, four actually, four, four if you count. I mean, it could have been two franchise tag years. So it's four years without no negotiation if they wanted. Right. So he had no leverage, and I want every NFL player to get paid. However, I you asked me from the Cardinals organization standpoint. I wouldn't have gave in and paid him because I don't think you reward entitled behavior by giving them more guaranteed money. It just creates more entitlement. And I'm not the kind of person that would throw shots without having that conversation with Kyler. I would sit Kyler down and I would say, maybe you don't understand what your reality is. But here's your reality. The intangible component of being great at quarterback does not exist within your current makeup. And if we're going to allocate this percentage of our cap, these amount of guaranteed dollars, I need you to make me comfortable in this upcoming season. Not that you have the talent to win at a high level, but you have the intangible capacity to be the face of this organization. And I think if they'd have sat him down and presented it to him like that, what the hell are you going to say? Nothing I mean, if Patrick say. Peterson, one of the great, Patrick Peterson, one of the greatest guys in the NFL, he had something right. that was unkind to say about Kyler Murray. Last part of this, because I know we, we might be up against it. 
Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury comes back as coach because he can legitimately, if I'm Steve Klein or I'm Mr. Big, well, he can walk in my office and say, listen, what I thought was going to happen was we we're going to have Collar at quarterback, Zach Ertz at wide receiver, James Conner, Hollywood Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. That was going to be our starting group. And not one snap this year that we have that five together. So just based on that alone, Zach Ertz getting hurt, Kyler getting hurt, DeAndre coming off a suspension, Hollywood getting hurt, he'll probably get another year. Great stuff, Sean. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Thank you so much for joining us. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.